Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers. This episode kicks off a four-part investing series sponsored by Motley Fool Stock Advisor. Throughout this series, we're going to be talking about how investing can positively impact your financial situation, how to determine if you're a long-term or short-term investor, tips for picking the right companies, as well as tools and resources you can use to research stock picks. Whether you want to earn more money, get out of debt, save for a vacation, or build generational wealth for your family, investing in the stock market can improve your financial outlook and help you reach your financial goals. I'm going to be making a case today for why we should absolutely consider investing and reiterate that it's never too late to start. But before we dive into today's topic, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Whether you're just getting started with investing or you're already a savvy investor, at some point you'll be adding new stocks to your portfolio. If you're wondering where to invest your money right now, let me introduce you to Motley Fool Stock Advisor, a subscription service where members get two new stock picks sent directly to their inboxes every month. Motley Fool has been providing trusted investment recommendations for over 28 years, and their proof is in the returns. The Motley Fool has beaten the market by almost five times. So if you're ready to take aim at those financial goals, visit fool.com forward slash TTC to get started. The link will also be in the show notes. Stock advisor returns are 476% as compared to the S&P 500 returns of 132% as of January 27, 2022. Past performance is not an indicator of future results. Not all stock advisor picks have performed as well. All investing involves a risk of loss. Individual results may vary. All right, so how can investing improve your financial outlook? Well, first off, it can help to supplement your income. I think that most people don't realize that learning how to trade in the stock market is such a valuable skill that you will have for the rest of your life if you invest the time to learn. You can pass the skill down to your family, you can teach others, and it can help you to build your wealth and leave a financial legacy behind for your loved ones. So earlier last year, my dad led a family meeting every Sunday where he taught us about different aspects of the stock market. And for me, a lot of what he was teaching us was a refresher. But for my husband, Kyle, it was his first time being introduced to the stock market. And he was soaking it up like a sponge. And over the weeks, this gave us the confidence to start doing our own research and start picking assets that fit our long-term financial goals. So now that we are expecting our little one, guess what? We're definitely going to want to teach our little one how to trade everything we know about the stock market to give them a leg up in their life and they could start building wealth a lot faster, okay? 
So even if you feel like, you know what, I'm in my 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s or beyond, and I'm just learning how to trade or learning more about the stock market, it's never too late to learn because this is a valuable skill that you're going to have for the rest of your life. There's this really interesting, like, I think it's a proverb, but I know there's something that says like, when you get taught how to fish, now you can go and you can go fish yourself and you can now have a plentiful harvest. So I kind of think of investing like that, the same thing. I'm nowhere near an investing expert. I am a lifelong learner when it comes to investing, but it is a valuable skill that I definitely see how it can positively impact our lives. So since I lean more towards long-term investing, Through our investment portfolio, we are able to earn dividends and reinvest those dividends to purchase even more shares, which helps us to build our portfolio faster and it really compounds over time. By the way, if you're like, Danielle, I don't even know what dividends means. You just kind of went over my head. So dividends are a small distribution of a company's profits paid out to its shareholders. Not all companies offer dividends, but those who do, they typically pay out on a schedule, perhaps quarterly, paid monthly or annually. So I like to think of dividends as like a thank you card with some cash in it. So these are companies who are saying, thank you for investing in us. We're going to share with you a bit of a cash bonus. And what I personally do is I reinvest these small cash bonuses back into my investment portfolio, which allows me to buy more shares and allows my investment portfolio to grow over time. Alternatively, you can always cash out those small payments, but I feel like for me, I'm long-term investing. There's no need to take that cash out right now, and it's going to be way more lucrative if I keep it invested in the long term. So that is one of the ways that I'm able to supplement my income through dividend investing, okay? Now, again, like I mentioned, not all companies offer this, but when you're doing your research, you may want to consider companies that offer dividends to help you boost up your portfolio passively, okay? So in today's economy, we hear all the time that you need to have multiple income streams. No longer do we live in a day and age where we can only survive off of one income, be that your nine to five or be that entrepreneurship. However, if you are investing in the stock market, whether that be through your employer, through your 401k, or if you are investing in, let's say, different assets, or you have a brokerage and you're investing in different stocks, at the end of the day, this is an income stream for you. It may not be a huge income stream depending on the size of your portfolio, but it is definitely something to consider as something that's making you money passively in the background. So I definitely can credit investing to supplementing my income and helping me to boost my portfolio and reach my long-term financial goals. Now, secondly, One of the things that I really am really excited about when it comes to investing, learning how to invest and the power investing is that it can help you to retire early. So who said that you have to retire at the age of 65? So back in episode 73, Jessica from the Pioneers introduced us to a concept called Coast FI. 
So Coastify is a point where you no longer need to save for retirement anymore, traditional retirement anymore, because everything that you have in your account if left to grow, you will have enough to live comfortably by the traditional retirement age. So that is very, very powerful. Again, you're able to have your investments build and compound year over year. And there's a point where you reach that you can technically say, if you want to, that, you know what, I can ease off of my retirement savings, ease off of putting money aside for retirement, because if I just let this money build and compound over time, I will have enough to live comfortably. How powerful is that? If you follow the financial independence movement, there are tons and tons of people who have decided to really buckle down, to rein in their spending, to invest as much money as they possibly can in the hopes of retiring early. There are people who have retired in their 30s, in their 40s, in their 50s, early. This is early retirement. And this is possible through investing. Okay. It is possible to retire early if you are investing. Unfortunately, you cannot save your way to building wealth. It's going to take way too much time. And we have things like inflation working against us. However, if you are investing and if you are a long-term investor, there are plenty of perks and benefits where you can say, you know what, I have accumulated enough wealth where I can step away from working traditionally and I can enjoy early retirement or a variation of early retirement. Retirement, be that a sabbatical or be that a career break or be that fully retire and opt out of the workforce in general. So I talk about it on the podcast from time to time that one of my goals is to retire by the age of 40. If that's not possible, at least by 45 like maximum, I want to retire by 45. And how I'm doing that is by building my investing portfolio. And I'm building that through investing in long-term assets, long-term in investment options. So that is one of the ways that I'm going to change my financial outlook. I will exit all away from working and being able to having to like do all the daily grind. And that's possible through investing again. Okay, now the last way that investing has changed my financial outlook and improved it is the fact that I'm working on building generational wealth. How would your life have been different if you inherited a fully paid off home or you inherited $100,000? How would your life be different? How would you make different decisions? Where would you be if that was the case? If I hadn't inherited a fully paid off home, I perhaps would have moved to that home and I could have shuffled my mortgage money into other assets and building up other projects and other income streams. Or perhaps if I had sizable inheritance, perhaps I could have avoided accumulating the $60,000 of student loan debt that I accumulated and I would have purchased my first rental property sooner. I could have been so much further along. But again, when you have debt, you're paying off debt and you're unable or it hinders you from moving forward 
in a positive direction. I like to think about that a lot because, you know, growing up in a Haitian household, my family is from Haiti and leaving a legacy behind for your family has always been a family value that we prize. It's something that we talk about all the time and it's very normal for you to receive an inheritance, be that a family home or land, and that gets passed down from generations to generations in Haitian households. So I know that building generational wealth is a fairly, I would say, new concept in America. But, you know, growing up in a very Haitian roots, we had houses, we had land that was inherited from years and years and years has been in our name for many, 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 many years in our family name. And that has proven to me the importance of valuing your hard work for what you do today, but also understanding that, okay, there are future generations to come that you are helping them to build a solid foundation early on in their lives. So they don't have to struggle for certain things. And it definitely is a privilege to be able to do that, to have enough to be comfortable for you as an individual, and then for you to be thinking beyond you and be thinking about your family, your family members, your kids, your loved ones. That is what I'm thinking about when it comes to investing. I'm thinking about building for me, my independence, my financial independence, my early retirement, but also looking beyond me and thinking about helping my family build this solid, solid foundation early on in life. So if you want to pass down generational wealth to your loved ones, investing in the stock market can help you to earn more long-term over time. Like I said before, it gives other generations, future generations, this head start that maybe we haven't been able to benefit from. Now, episode 31 would be a great follow-up to this one because Aquania Escarnay, who is a friend of the show, had shared how she has leveraged real estate to build generational wealth and ways you can intentionally leave a legacy behind for your family. So I feel like if you're thinking about generational wealth and you aren't interested in real estate, I feel like that would be a really great follow-up episode for you to listen to after this one. So overall... Investing has truly changed my life. I've been investing in the stock market since the age of 15 to 16. My mom had helped me open up my first uh, retirement account at that age. And then very short after we started investing in some mutual funds and some index funds and things like that. So I started investing at a really young age. However, I didn't really understand the mechanics of investing. I didn't understand like how to pick good companies and also how to position myself for building wealth in the long term. I didn't even know if I was like, if I wanted to be a long-term investor, short-term investor, day trader, like there's just a lot of nuances that I didn't know about at a young age when I started investing. However, now in my 30s, I've grown up a lot and I've taken the time out to really understand what's going on in the stock market. There's many more tools out there. There's so many people in the personal finance space talking about investing right now. So there's just a lot to learn. 
but it could be fun. <laughs> it could be fun and it could also be advantageous in terms of our pocketbooks as well. All right. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope that you have your wheels turning a bit because in the next episode, we're going to be talking all about how to determine if you are a short-term or a long-term investor, which is a very big consideration for us to think about before we even put money down. <laughs> before we even put money down, it's important to be like, okay, what are my goals? And do I preference one type of investing versus another? So stay tuned for the next episode and I will see you back again very soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.